get ready. Yeah. Y'all ready for some live shit? Welcome. Welcome to the D, baby. It's all live down here. What you see is all real. Uh. What up, though? What up, though? Welcome to the 23rd installment of the What Up Though podcast. Yep, back a little bit late. We're going to be on hiatus for a little bit. Doing some nigga shit. Yeah. Wait. Nigga shit's got live. We're going to be on hiatus because of nigga shit? No. Uh, we're um, doing nigga shit in the interim. In the interim from, <laughs> from the delayed podcast. And then, yeah, so, uh, well, one second, man. Thanks for listening to all the other 22. And, uh. We're a little late with this one, and we're going to be off for a week, uh, so we'll be back the probably next Monday, November. I don't know. I think it's third, third. or some shit. Yeah, uh, I'm doing this 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 shit when they you know go up on stage and tell this chick you love her and put a ring <laughs> on her finger and shit. Yeah, jump off the brooms and right all that shit. I don't know if we jump. I don't think we're doing the broom. <laughs> My girl, she's she's a little clumsy, and I like, <laughs> yeah. Let's not do that. Long dress and shit. Let's not jump over brooms and shit. So, right. but I'm pretty stoked about it, man. Got two more days of. Uh, I t- technically, you're single till you're married, right? So, two more days of two more days of, of bachelorhood and theoretical bachelorhood. Theoretical bachelorhood. Um, although I plan on no shenanigans in the next two days, right? But, Mainly sleep for the next two days. Dog, I shit, sleep when you can, man. So the last week has been so nuts just as far as getting every last minute stuff planned and so forth. So tomorrow we have the rehearsal. And then Friday is it. It's like it came, came so fucking fast, dude. Whew. Yeah. And hey, you're next. Sorry here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I was on a vacation in California for one of my best friend's wedding, and I went ahead and I popped that question um, on the uh, on the beach in Santa Monica so at swag. sunset. Yeah, very very romantic scenery uh, off the Pacific Ocean, like literally in the in the water, not in the water, but like close enough to the water where like I get down on one knee and a wave comes in and my my knees get wet, like so. That's a movie shit, dude. It was, but I know she really likes the beach, so I knew she she didn't see it coming, so it was a thing I've been planning for a really long time, and I had all my friends on it, so they were there recording video and taking photos and whatnot, so yeah, it was pretty cool. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm next slash last, because uh, all my friends are married now, so, well, not all of them, but most of my friends are married now, so yeah, so I went and did that, it was a... Uh, it was a dope experience. It was like mad surreal. Like after I did it, like I was mad nervous before I did it, and then after I did it, I was still kind of like, I guess you could say like shell shocked or like kind of just in disbelief. Cause like I was like really non-responsive afterwards. Cause I was like still like after nervous. Like did it, feel, did it like, feel real? It didn't at all. Like it was like people were like, you know, my friends were there, so they were like congratulating us and. Uh, their wives were crying and my girl was crying and it was like it was just mad like shit this is really happening like, right. and it wasn't even like this is really happening it was over but it was like damn this really happened like I was like really kind of just like 
spaced out for probably like the next hour or so afterward. That's far more. Uh, I think you definitely uh, hit the the romantic factor. Uh, mine was so not. I won't say it wasn't romantic, but uh, I did. <laughs> I was on the toilet and I was like, "Hey, babe, come hey, here, hey, come here. I need some <laughs> tissue. Why don't you grab that ring off the counter?" Uh, Hide the ring inside the roll. Right, right. <laughs> but uh, I did. I did my uh, proposal. I proposed on uh, it was actually on April Fools. I figured that'd be the days that she would never think that I would do it. She's like, "You for real? You know, what fucking day it is and shit." She's on her way to work and stuff, so it was cool. But it wasn't on some fucking sand on the beach and shit. So that's real dope, man. So happy planning because uh, I I helped out a lot with the planning and boy, that's a lot, man. That's a whole fucking lot. You know, I would definitely. If you can to be a part as much as she will allow you to, because most weddings is that's a, that's it's her wedding. You're just you know you're attending for yeah. the most part, <laughs> yeah. you know. So I'm the guest of honor, right? You're guest of honor, guest, basically. Literally. So you know it was it was pretty cool. You know the, it was it was a headache. A lot of it though. You know I, I first started off. I was going. I went to floral appointments and shit. I'm like, I don't know nothing about no goddamn flowers. Ooh, I don't know. I don't want to yeah. do that. She's I said, her mom to that shit. I sat through two flower appointments Ooh. same day. Ah, it was terrible. And I and I'll I take care of that while I set my fantasy lineup. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I would have much rather did that. You know, but I was trying to be supportive and stuff, so, you know, but I think she knows that she wants to do other, you know, she would probably rather have her mom or girls you know, playing certain stuff. So, but I did it that day, and it was shitty because I had a I had hangover that day so bad, and I was just sitting in there, man, drinking ginger ale like motherfuck. So, an hour and a half of one, an hour for another. Yeah, that shit was terrible. But you know, trying to play my part. So, but yeah, man, it's two more days, and you know, I, uh, damn near six, eight months of planning. You know, all for one day. It's crazy, so y'all definitely will have have much fun. I think I I think I ran it last time about all the RSVP issues and stuff. You definitely did. Yeah, <laughs> you definitely did. And I'm still getting fucking you know re- responses to shit. Like one of her girls messaged her yesterday. Now she didn't reply to the RSVP. She messaged her like, "Hey, sorry, you know I didn't get the the RSVP in, but uh." I'll probably be a, I'll probably be able to make the reception. Do you realize the reception is what cost? <laughs> right. And the fact you didn't even RSVP. The RSVP thing was the third of October. It's like the twenty first, and you sending messages. I just thought I told her to ignore that shit. Mm. Like fuck that. That's just dumb. That's just ir, you know, irresponsible. You don't give a hell about the process. You don't understand how much goes into this shit. Obviously, right? For you to send a text. And say three weeks know, after the fact. Three weeks after the fact. Yeah, I might. And then even like it wasn't even like she said I was. Even though it's still dumb, you know, to say hey, I'm coming. I'll just be, you know, she's. Like, I may be able to make. It. <laughs> like we supposed to save us a, a, a seat, you right, know. Every it's seat. like coming to the movies, like yeah, right. well, he's gonna we'll save you a seat in the theater. No, it's not like that. Yeah, I'm like man, fuck. I thought I told her. I thought I didn't respond. I don't know if she had responded to then, but I was like, nah, fuck that. She's a. Uh, She's dead to me right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be involved in a plan and heavily involved. But like, my fiance, oh, that's the first time I said that. 
Uh, <laughs> I was gonna say my girl. Well, no, normally I say my girl. That's the first time I just my fiance just rolled off the tongue. But um, she's rolled like off real smooth. Mike. It did. Yeah. It um, she's like a Nazi planner. Like she's like insane with planning. So like she's already started, man. Like and she said once we got back, she you know she was like, we'll talk about some of this stuff once we get back. We'll talk about it once we get back. She wasn't playing. Like like so we're back. Yeah, so we're <laughs> back and now so let's start, start doing this. So. We already spent last night making a guest list and shit and the bridal party and all that shit. So we're well on our way as far as planning goes. So I'm going to try to be involved. Um, well, me- I mean, I'm not going to try to be involved. I will be involved. But there's no way that I can keep up with her. She's probably planning right now, planning yeah, something. So, well, you know, I have Kathleen on standby because you need it. Um. <laughs> I'm planning on working. If she have a thing where she's doing flower, flower shit, I'm going to plan on working that day. Oh, I can't make it. I'm like, I gotta work. And, you know, it's funny because it's one of those things. She's like, so, uh, are you? She posed it as a question, but I knew it wasn't a question. <laughs> she posed it like, you know, are you going with me to? The, and I really, it really was. I think it really. She said like, are you going with me to the floor apartments? And it was really like, you going with me to the floor appointments? Right. And I'm like, all right. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, it's cool, man. You know, to, kind of thing where you know you can't say no. Yeah, I, I couldn't have said no at all. You know, but it's one of those things where, you know, you just try to be supportive. So, you know, I try to try to be supportive as much as you know as possible. So, I did a lot of stuff. I think I did more than I've heard other you know guys as far as participating. So, you know, I felt good knowing that you know she was getting what she wanted. And, you know, she didn't have to have all of the stress because she didn't have a, a per se wedding planner. She has she has a day of wedding coordinator that's just okay. making sure things flow as far as but you know as far as the planning you know there was no other person and now we see why people pay people for this <laughs> right because you know it's so much you know from you know renting seats to renting you know uh, venues to renting chairs to renting chair covers chairs chair covers god damn chair covers table tablecloths. <sighs> uh, uh, Table settings, door stoppers. Damn there, I mean, we have like a we obviously we have a photographer. We have a photo booth there. Have a DJ, uh, you know, all this shit, you know. And then it just you might as well just you know saying grab your your pocketbook and just start like hitting it in the air like you're in a strip club. But you know, I mean, it's it's you know for her happiness, you know, you just you know you do what you got to do. Yeah, so. I'm concerned about the photographer aspect of it because I'm like, I gotta be, I gotta be serious about that part because I'm like, I can't be out here being a photographer and then have some janky ass wedding pictures though. So I'm like, I need to. I was like, we might have to spurs on a, on a photographer just because I'm like, I can't have nobody like, I can't roll the dice like, like the weddings that I've shot, I've like, I wouldn't say the person rolled the dice on me because, well, maybe the first person did, but like, I've shot weddings before, so if somebody were to hire me to shoot a wedding right now. You're not really rolling the dice because I've done it before, but like, I don't want to roll the dice, and you know, I can't roll the dice because if I if I show up with janky wedding pictures, that what the fuck I look like. Right. So my wedding pictures got to be top notch. So I'm like, we we're gonna have to we're gonna have to splurge on that shit. Right. And if somebody right. just put the bug in her ear that we need to have a videographer too, she's like, oh, I regretted not having a videographer. I'm like, shit. Yeah, we're not having a videographer. <laughs> right. Um, I think photos would be enough. Uh, we're gonna capture one moment at a time. Well, all that person, all she needed was for that person to say, we regret not having a videographer. So I'm sure a videographer is now 
in the car. It's, but then, you know, the thing is, every time I've heard of people having videographers, they make videos and stuff, and no one never watches this shit. Other than the... It just sits mm-hmm. for fucking years. I mean, even the pictures... I mean, you have great pictures. You could give pictures out. You have pictures posted. But for the most part, it's a big-ass photo album. Right. But I think now we live in such a digital age that you're able to post stuff everywhere. And, yeah. You know, um, we were we kind of were up in the air about having um, people taking pictures at the wedding. Um, I guess. Yeah. And I, 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 think, I, I think the thing is that we want to be able to control what pictures are shared during the time of the wedding. If that makes sense, you know, people Why? posting. Well, people post uh, terrible pictures. Most people don't know how to take pictures and shit. Oh, you know, okay. so it's just like quality of pictures is horrible. But, yeah. but we uh, we we went to a wedding in July, and that person, which I wouldn't do, but they set up their own Instagram page for the wedding. Hmm. The problem with that is that it's not like say Twitter that you could tag a person. And you could go to just hit, say, mentions of that person to see. You can't do that on Instagram. So they picked they picked a really vague hashtag. And there was so many other uh, weddings yeah. that was with that hashtag. So what we did decide to do. That's a good concept, but that's not. It was poorly executed. Yeah, yeah, poorly, poorly. So what we did decide is that we're going to do a, have people do a hashtag. But uh, we want to make sure that. The pictures are not in the way of our actual photographer, who's still going to be taking pictures during the ceremony for a little while. You know, you know, we those, those are the priority pictures, and then you know, once that's out of the way, feel free to take you know pictures as long as you're not in his way. Right, and your photographer would be <coughs> sick if people is in. His yeah, way. exactly. I know how he is, so right. I was like, as long as we get that out, you know, make that shape. But we're gonna have a, uh, we're gonna we we've already searched the hashtag we want to have, and there's nothing on that hashtag on Instagram. So any picture that comes up with that hashtag. Would just be our hashtag. What I might do, which is which I've seen at the last, I would say two weddings, not two weddings, but the one I went to over the weekend, and then um, one of her coworkers did the same thing. Is they got the WebPix app, and then just uh, what you can do is you you log into the app, you download the app to your phone, and then you log in with the wedding code for that wedding, and then you upload your pictures. So anybody who has the code to that app can download the app and then view. All the pictures that uh, various attendees have up, uploaded to the before. app. I don't know so it's a, it's a dope feature because, like, if I pulled it up right now and went to the wedding that I just went to, I wouldn't get I would get the pictures of, of everybody who's not the photographer. So like people who might have been, you know, anywhere you get different perspectives. So you get all kinds of photos from different people who had different vantage points at different points, and you can and that's and that's kind of why I wanted to get do a good. It. That's what I, I want to do that because I, I like that idea. But so it's like we'll have our own pictures, but then we'll also be able to open up that app and see all the pictures that everybody who was there took, so we can get their perspective. Yeah. And so I, I like I like doing that. So I'm probably gonna do that. Yeah, I think I'm just I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go that I'm not gonna do that route. But since we already have pretty much happened, we're just gonna um, give out the hashtag that we want them to use and have them use it on Facebook and uh, Instagram. And then I could, we could just search from there and find all the pictures that we want. So, but we did. I wanted to make sure that we found the, a name, a hashtag that wasn't used. So, they I think their hashtag was the date. Hmm. It was yeah, a, it was a weird good. wording of the date, but it was still the date. It was like oh seven five f i v e. Then 
one two or whatever. Yeah, right. one four. And then yeah, but then it was like I saw these random white people. I'm like, this ain't this ain't people here, you right. know. So we did want to make sure that you know that was able to happen. So we get you know, but we do want to we do want to have that going. So we'll see. So it'll be cool, man. I'm looking for a couple of things. You know, we want to do different in a wedding that you know uh, hadn't been done. You know, especially with some of the song selections that I've said, that I was playing for you early, at least the ones I want. You know, and then, you know, we decided, well, no one's probably going to be at the wedding that, that's listening. So, uh, I always wanted, you know, I, one, I hate uh, the wedding shoes, like the fucking tuck shoes that they give you, the standard shoes. They're mm-hmm. fucking awful to me. So, at first I think, like, well, I just have everybody buy, you know, the same shoe. You know, but then I'm like, you know, they're already spending money as far as renting tuxedos, so I don't want to add costs. You know, then I'm like, I don't want to spend hundred dollars a piece for shoes. You know, so we ended up deciding to do Chucks because I always like Chucks. So um, since the uh, suits uh, Chucks are brown, we ended up finding brown Chucks. So that was a a piece that I really wanted. Uh, She she was supposed to find some Chucks that she wanted, but she decided just on a a non-chuck shoe, <laughs> you know, so whatever, so, that was cool, so, got to get that, you know, I think the things I really wanted was, uh, I wanted the, the shoes, I wanted to be able to wear the shoes, I wanted to wear for all the grooms, and then wanted, uh, open bar. Yeah, I feel like my biggest input are gonna be, like, uh, uh, we're gonna have an open bar for sure, and then, like, I wanna have input as far as, like, uh, like you said, the, um, the photos. I want right. to have a big input on the photos, and I want to have a big input on the music. Yeah, yeah. The music is huge to me. Because like a lot of women spend a lot of their lives like envisioning their perfect wedding and how it's going to play out. And I I haven't done that, but in my adult years, I've thought about okay, if I get married, what do what music do I want to play? Now you I, mean I don't know why, but like now you mean as far as playing, it's like service, like the ceremony, or just playing during the service. Everything. Like, oh, like like well, the stuff. service. I'm not really thinking about too much, but reception shit. Like what what's what's the bridal party going to come out to? What kind of music is going to play during the reception? Like I want to have a large say in the music because that's kind of a big deal to me. So I'm, I'm going to have a say in that. I'm going to have a say. In, we're going to have an open bar, but I'm going to have a say in like what. Is what's going to be available at the open bar? I'm going to try to work uh, pretty hands on with that, and then the uh, what did I say? The music, the open bar, and uh, all the photography. So and and the videography if, if we decide to do that. I don't know how serious she is about that, but I'm going to work on that too since I know people and shit. So that's as far as that's the only stuff that's really that important to me, and then I kind of let her dictate the rest. Yeah, I mean that's yeah. I mean it's a lot more you know you know that she could definitely have the the things that you're asking for. She wants. It's like she wants that. She want if it was up to her, she'd plan the whole thing herself. So I'll take my little bit that I can get, and she can have the rest. And she unless she says something absolutely crazy, I'm not gonna really fuck with whatever it is that she wants. Yeah, like I say, I want it. You know, I want open bar. I want. Oh, and I got cigars. So um, I want the cigars there. Um, I might do that too. I don't know. I might do that too. I don't know. I don't know. I think it's a cool feature, man. You know, initially I was going to have as long to, as your, your venue. I mean, obviously your venue must have some place that people can smoke them. So yeah, I mean uh, it's outside. Sure. You know, okay. Fans, so but, yeah, 
Damn, yeah. freeze, nigga. <laughs> right. I mean, that's why. I, like, that's why initially when I ordered cigars, I wanted to get shorter cigars. Long johns on in my suit. Right. Just keep your <laughs> just keep your suit jacket on, bro. Um, but yeah, I I don't plan my I mean cigars. You can sit smoking cigars while fucking. This got a hoodie on under his suit. Right. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Detroit so, hustles harder, man. Right. What I tell you. Right. Dude, I don't even see none of their stuff anymore. It's funny until I see your sweater. <laughs> <laughs> I hardly ever see any of their uh, their stuff much more. I never even I never got one. I wanted to get one. I, I like their uh, the skull caps. I want to get. Yeah, uh, they make good stuff. Much better than the Detroit versus everybody folks. The Detroit hustles harder shit. I like this shit. This is a good. This is a good thick hoodie. Like I really like this one. This is my favorite hoodie. So I like this hoodie. So I mean, I wouldn't actually legit wear it to the wedding, but like, <laughs> I like this hoodie though. So yeah, good shit. So. Uh, last well, while you were getting engaged and shit, I was at my uh, bachelor party. So my bachelor party was planned by I had my knees in the sand. And right, you well, had your knees in something else. Right, no, <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, so my best friend and um, my my groomsman, and then a couple of my other friends planned out my uh, bachelor party. So I was kind of you know uh, on the outside as far as what was going on. So. You know, just picked me up. We went down to a rub pub. Barbecue spot. Yeah, barbecue spot downtown. Really good food. Uh, so we had. They got a, been there. And they have a huge beer selection huh. uh, there. So had a bunch of beers, <clears throat> bunch of barbecue. It was real, real gully. And then uh, we ended up getting on a shuttle. Now they kind of told me that we were going to go to cigar bar after we ate. I'm like, cool. So they like. What you told me, you was like Snookers, and then like rub pub. And then like La Casa Cigar Bar, and then probably some strip clubs. So they, you told, so they, you told me so before. Yeah, yeah before that's what I. Night. That's what I knew. They switched that shit up. So they totally took out the uh, snookers. So we just went to eat. Like we're going to eat first. I'm like, cool. Something like, well, in the area we in, I doubt we go to snookers, but whatever. So after we left there, they look for they get a a, a shuttle. And I'm like, what the fuck are we get on a shuttle for? I'm like, we could walk over to La Casa. That's like right across Woodward. Right. So we get on there, we you know bushing, talking, blah blah blah. Next time we pull up at Joe Lewis, and we end up going to the Red Wings game. Now I had never been to a Red Wings game, so I don't know if they knew this or they just decided they wanted to do it. Either way, it was dope as fuck, and we end up having a suite, which I had never been in a suite before. That's crazy. Um, That's a crazy surprise. Yeah, crazy surprise. So we had a suite, man. It was dope as hell. You know, we had a bunch of beers, kicked it. Out of all of my groomsmen, most uh. And the guys that hung out, uh, one, two, I think three of them or four of them were married. Okay. So we had decent conversations just about marriage and, you know, kind of like a, a Q&A, you know, giving some tips and ideas and stuff about marriage. So that was actually pretty cool um, because the game was kind of boring for the most part because first, I mean the first, the three periods it was scoreless and then the wings and the winning in overtime. That's dope. It was a live ass. It was a live game. game. It's a defensive <laughs> game, but it was kind of, you know, I think for the most of the third period, we sat in there and just kind of kicked it. Then we watched the overtime. So, we ended up leaving from there, going over to La Casa, had a few cigars, drinks, then we were going to a strip club, going to uh, the Coliseum, which has been there for a while, and it's one of the, you know, from what I always heard, one of the better um, it's on eight mile, right? Yeah, eight mile. Oh, okay. Um, so one of the better, better places. And a little strip club, strip. Ooh, boy, it was this one day. Man, I wish I want to say her name was Marlena. I think 
Man, she was awesome, dude. One of the Sapphire better. Right? Yeah, right. Exactly. She's, she's, like, yeah, she's was, her birthday. It wasn't like Diamond or you <laughs> right. know what I'm saying, uh, Shea Boogie or no, no crazy shit. But man, she was awesome. She's probably, I mean, as far as total packages, I mean, she, she yeah, and yeah, <laughs> yeah, and yeah. Yeah. So I'll, I'll stop there. But she was awesome. Then we went to Deja Vu, which was so fucking gutter. Did you know Deja Vu was like a huge chain? I did not know that. I didn't know it either. They got deja vu, deja vu in L.A. Like, when I was on the Uber in L.A., we drove past Deja Vu. I was like, I was like, what the fuck, Deja Vu? And then, like, the the Uber driver was like, he thought I meant Deja Vu. Like, I was seeing somebody I seen before. Oh, he was right, like, right, right. well, L.A. is a big city, so you see a lot of shit. And I was like, no, <laughs> like, no, no, Deja no. Vu. Like, like, the place, nigga. <laughs> like the strip club, Titties, man. nigga, titties. But they got Deja Vu here? Like, it's a nationwide I, I, thing from I would, east to west? I, like, there's would, Deja Vu's everywhere? I would bet all of the do-rags and Obama's nightstand that it was nothing like the one here all though. 40 of them right and there's no way to LA actually it was, it was like Hollywood it wasn't even LA so like I yeah there's no way I would bet all of all 42 of Obama's do-rags that the Hollywood deja vu ain't shit like the Detroit deja vu yeah that shit was uh interesting well, one in deja vu, they they take it all off because they know al- that's across the board. It's not supposed <laughs> to be alcohol, right? So, but somehow I ended up with a styrofoam cup of Remy. <laughs> uh, but it was just gutter, man. It was, you that's know how, that's how that's how it's gutter. Like that's how lax they are on shit. Like it's gutter because it's not an alcohol serving place, but you so, had alcohol. Somehow I ended up with alcohol, so that was kind of you know okay. Um, I didn't realize to the next day that. Uh, it was a it was a shooting there like last month and shit. Somebody <laughs> somebody got killed. Three people, so a couple people got shot, and then the guy was on a run because I saw a news article that they finally found the guy. I'm like nobody told me this shit. I would have never been in that motherfucker. But they charge so much. They charge you like twenty dollars like to get in and twenty dollars to park. God damn, that's so, uh, cool. Well, no, I usually park on. The, well, I say usually like I go all the time, but like the. The it, two times that I've been there, I parked on the street. But it was like, you parked on the street, but well, that don't get broken into, bro. You know, they, they said the same thing to me. Like, you, you running that risk. I'm like, well, shit. I'll be all right. I'll run it. Yeah, but at 3.30, I just, I was like, yeah. Well, I wasn't driving anyway, so. We parked in there, so, I mean, shit. Just us alone, we spent probably about $200 just getting in and shit, all of us. Cause it was like nine of us and shit. Well, eight of us, a couple people on. But yeah, that shit was that shit was good gutter boy. Yeah, that shit is good as fuck. But I would definitely go to Coliseum again for research, of course. Um, <laughs> right, for science purposes. Yeah, but that was pretty dope, man. I was uh, I was really happy with all the with all the plans they made. You know, I was that was pretty dope. So yeah, you know. the Detroit Deja Vu is like it's an anomaly as far as like Deja Vu's as a whole because I feel like I've been to the Ypsilanti one. I'm not sure, but I feel like I have, and I know I've been to the one at, at MSU's campus, and it's nothing like the Detroit one. The MSU one is kind of like it's 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 a normal spot, and they got like a little uh, almost like a porn store attached to it. So like you can go in and you can get like you know porn DVDs, sex toys, shit like that. You know shit that you can find at like a sex toy store, and it's got the Deja Vu attached to it. And it's like not even it's nothing where you. You walk out of it like, man, that was crazy. That's a hood ass spot. Like it's regular, but like that, the one in Detroit, man, that that shit, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you could you could leave a bot there with a, a couple of bullet wounds. I can't and, remember, man. It used to be one. It was a chain here. Starving Marvin. Starving Marvin. That was the one I went to. <laughs> that's fucked. 
Yeah. You do not judge me for saying, for knowing it's a chain here and they say Starving Marvins. I don't think they're still about? open though. They're not. But I I went to a couple of those and those are hood as hell. Yeah, all um, the Starving Marvins are something else now. Yeah, I went to one man. <laughs> it was I think it was around I think my boy sent me for my birthday, and I remember vi- vividly because I had fucking set my phone down there and um, spit dance. So she gives me this dance. She just come over. She hood as fuck. They you pay for her dance. So I'm sitting there, and uh, she had her hair was like just to the back. She didn't have it in no ponytail or nothing. Just going to the back. And so she starts dancing and stuff like that. So then she she turns around and took her ass towards me. Was dancing on me. Then this bitch starts braiding her hair. Like putting it in a braid, <laughs> so she's sitting there like French braiding her fucking hair and oh shit. My God. And I'm like, I was so fucked up though. I, you know, it wasn't like damn, it's, why, why the fuck you braiding your hair? Why you? But the dance was so good, I couldn't even trip. I was just like, all right. <laughs> she's sitting there, so then she's dancing. She starts getting all crazy. And then she bumps the table and knocks this fucking shot on my phone. Killed, oh hell no! Killed my phone, dude. Phone was. Oh and to date how long ago it was, I had a Blackberry at the time. <laughs> so that just tells you how long it was ago. So man, I was sick with it. But I was I was, I was so, you, you to give right. to me. I was so drunk though, I didn't realize how how severe this was until I got home and oh, man. I'm pushing buttons and the bitches sticking and oh, shit. man, that shit was so I was so pissed. I ain't go back. I never went back actually after that because I was so pissed that these that bitch she, she she hit my fucking hit the Man, fucking thing. That's tragic. She's like, oh my bad. I'm like, bitch, you just realized you just took me out the game. I ain't have a phone for like another fucking two weeks or something that time. There, this kind of. <laughs> it was a credit card. What the fuck is that? <laughs> um. The reward was seventy. I don't know, but the crap uh, pop up from uh one of the websites. Ours. Yeah, so that was interesting. Yeah. But um, anyway, um, <laughs> something you said reminded me. Um, so going to California, I had uh, my mom drop us off at the airport, you know, so we wouldn't have to, you know, stay in, you know, because it costs a lot of money to keep your car at the airport for six days, six, seven days, or whatever. So I had my mom drop us off at the airport and pick us up. And so my mom picks us up. We, you know, freshly engaged and shit. So my mom's talking to my fiance, like, oh, I'm so happy. Oh, wow. You know, let me see the ring. You know, typical, you know, shit that women talk about or whatever. And so she asked, so how was the trip? And I'm like, yeah, it was cool. I t- telling her about the wedding or whatever. And one of the biggest developments for me during our trip, excuse me, was um, on the last day, which was Sunday, our flight left. Sunday at midnight, so Sunday slash Monday. So we had, but all my friends left Sunday morning. So me and her had Sunday to ourselves. So we we spent Sunday doing like sightseeing. We went on a tour. We did, we did a whole bunch of like you know sightseeing tours that shit on Sunday. And um, since all my friends were gone, we didn't have a rides because we didn't rent a car because my boy Daryl rented a car. So and then my my boy Steve it came in from out of town so he had his car and like my boy who was getting married had his car so we were able to hitch a ride the, the entire time that we were out there but with Sunday with everybody gone we didn't have no car so we used um, Lyft and Uber are you familiar with Lyft and Uber? I'm very Uber not Lyft though although I see same advertising thing. from Lyft well they're the same thing Uber is a little bit more upscale 
it's a, a smidgen more expensive, but basic idea is like you you download the apps and it's basically like taxis but with like regular people driving them. So you can get like uh, a person who will come up in their own car, which they have standards because I'm actually uh, in the process of becoming a Lyft driver. Oh, right, so, okay. Yeah, I'm like on the last step, which is like once my car is fully cleaned out, I do like a. I have a mentor, and they come through and they just check it out. So they make sure that my insurance is good. They make sure my car runs. They make sure it's clean. Trunk is empty and all that shit. So um, I'm in the process of cleaning up my car. It's already cleaned out, but I need to, like, vacuum it out and shit like that. You know, because Michael makes a big mess in, in his spot. There's, like, crumbs in the back seat and shit like that. So I got to vacuum it out, shampoo the seats and carpet, shit like that. And then after that, I can become a Lyft driver. But basically what it is is like a taxi. So what, what it is, if you download the app... All you do is you say you request a Lyft driver. It automatically, your GPS and your phone lets them know where you at. They come through, and you put in the address for where you're going. So that shows up in their GPS on their phone. Mm-hmm. So they show up. You hop in the car, and you are, you've already, when you sign up, you link your like credit card or whatever to your account. And so they pick you up. They drop you off wherever you're going. And then they hit a button that says dropped off, you know, whoever. And then you get sent basically like an invoice and it immediately pops up in your phone as a push alert saying you owe $7. You can choose how much you want to tip and you hit okay or whatever and then it, it charges your car and you get out. You know, it's good. It's like it's it's like a cab but like without all the fuck shit that comes along with being without without a cab and it's cheaper. So like you might pay like $5 just to get in a cab and you get charged for right. a ride. Whereas like with this shit I probably pay like seven dollars or something like that for a whole ride, where with a taxi I'm about to pay like fourteen, fifteen, twenty, whatever. And um, it's it's real convenient because they have drivers who in LA it's a big deal, so there's drivers running around constantly. So once you request a Lyft or Uber, they're there within like two minutes because there's like always somebody in your area. So so do you. Do you get the only alert that this person is, or a bunch of uh, Uber drivers get the alert that someone needs a ride? When I, yeah, they all get the alert, and whichever one responds to it first is the one who comes to get you, or whoever's closest to whatever, who's not already transporting somebody. So they show up, and then when they drop you off, you pay, whatever. It's like mad convenient, it's cheaper, and it's not like creepy, kind of like, like with taxi drivers, it's like weird, like it's, it's, it's dirty, like it's, it's just... It just feels wonchy. But like, with like so how do you feel about your availability to do it though? Like, when you you can do it whenever you want. Like, if you if you if you say like, okay, I feel like you don't even have to put it in ahead of time. If I'm a Lyft driver, I could be like, okay, uh, it's eleven thirty. I ain't got shit to do. I feel like making some money. I'm gonna you know do my Lyft shit today. So you can hop on it and then just do it from however whatever time you feel like starting or whatever time you feel like stopping. And they get paid, and the person who gets picked up has, has the convenience of having a quick pickup, having to not pay as much, and the convenience of just being able to, like, do the whole thing electronically. And it's, it's real quick, it's real convenient, it's dope. Like, it was the shit. So we use that. And um, we use Lyft and Uber because uh, my boy whose wedding we went to, he actually works for both of them. So he gave us, as a, like, a... Not as a wedding gift, because he gave a lot more than a uh, wedding gift. Speaking of which, I got to tell you about the other gift he gave us. Okay. But uh, he gave us uh, each a 
he gave us a, a wedding gift bag in our room, and it came it came with a, a a discount card for each of us that was um a free ride up to twenty five dollars. Oh, that's dope. So, and twenty five dollars covers like a pretty a pretty lengthy ride. Like I, I we neither one of us used the full twenty five dollars theoretically. Like we, if I had known that it actually was like what happened was when I used mine. Like, my bill came out to, like, I think it was, like, $12 or whatever. And I thought I got $25, period. So I tipped up to, like, 18 thinking, like, okay, well, I'll still have $7. But you get a free ride up to $25. Mm. So once that once I did that ride, it was gone. So the rest of it was lost. So if I had known that, I would have just tipped dude up to $25. Right, just give But I didn't know that, so I tipped up to whatever. <laughs> but anyway, point being, we used that on Sunday, and it was dope. And then... uh. We visited uh, Asia, you know Asia, right? Mm-hmm. We visited Asia out while we was out there, and she gave us an Uber discount for a free ride of thirty dollars. So we got like, I got Asia's Uber lip Uber uh, discount, and then each of us had a Lyft discount. So we used that three times, and then I think I probably used it twice. Of my own money, paid like seven dollars a piece each time. I gotta sit, hit, hit up some people see if they got any Uber discounts. Dog, that shit is mad convenient. It's cheap. It's easy. To, it's I, I had signed up for Uber maybe a year, last year because I was supposed to get when I I was at a whiskey station. And I was supposed to get a thirty dollar you know credit, but I never got it. I don't know what the fuck happened with that. Yeah, it's, I don't know. Asia had to send us a uh, discount code, but anyway, so we did that on Sunday. And it was like it was good. So. Well, my mom picked us up from the airport when we got back. We were telling her about the trip, and I'm like, you know, what's really great is this Uber and Lyft shit. Because it's, it's a big thing in L.A., but it's new here. Mm-hmm. And uh, I got a Lyft thing, a notification on Facebook, uh, kind of a long time ago. And uh, But Uber is, like, really new here. And um, so I was explaining that to her. I'm like, yeah, they pick us up. They drop us off. We pay a little bit of money, blah, blah, shit. And you know what she said? <laughs> She's like, you mean like a jitney? Yes. Like, yeah. I was like, get the fuck out yes, of here. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. That's exactly what it is. I turned to Katrina, I was like, are you serious? Like, the shit that we talk about in the podcast, the owners talk about. Yeah. I, I, know I told you about. that shit's real, nigga. <laughs> Jitneys are real than a motherfucking dog. I was, like, I was like, a Jitney? Are you fucking kidding me? Nigga, <laughs> <laughs> Jitneys are real as fuck. And dude. she started explaining, I was like, nope, I already know what it is now. <laughs> <laughs> No, I didn't know what it is. That's exactly I what it is. I thought it was going to be funny I told Otis that she said that shit. <laughs> oh, and she explained to Katrina like, yeah, so we at the supermarket. And somebody showed like, yeah, yeah exactly. Shit, your mom knows. I was like, yeah, it is like a jitney. Yep, that's exactly <laughs> what it is. A fucking legal jitney. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a legal jitney, man. So We can't remember the episode the jitney was on. It was a long time it ago. It was a long time ago, though. But yeah. That's exactly, that's exactly what it is. I thought that was funny. I was like, that's crazy. <laughs> and my mom was like, she's like, like a jitney? I was like, get the fuck out of here. I was like. I don't ever remember us doing that as a kid because my, my mama, my, my my parents always had a whip, so we. I don't think we ever utilized the jitney, so that's probably why I didn't know about it. But she, I guess she knew about it, just we just never used it. So for her to be like, you need like a jitney, I was like, are you kidding me? Like, because I was sitting here <laughs> slandering the fuck out of you on that jitney episode. Like, what the fuck is a jitney? That's some old coon ass slave nigga shit. Like, what are you talking about? And then my mom was like, you need like a jitney? Like, oh shit. <laughs> Dude, that's funny as fuck. I'm glad your mom knew. Yeah. I am so glad your mom knew. So, so yeah, Uber and Lyft are like jitneys, man. <laughs> Dude, that's hilarious. You know, so I didn't even, I don't think we were talking about Uber around that. We were just talking about jitneys. I don't know how we got on the subject of jitneys. Uh, 
But yeah, I mean, that's that's, what, that's yeah. funny as fuck. <laughs> yeah, that shit is dope, man. So I plan on using that while I'm here. Um, we have like I think one of us still has no, we don't because uh, Asia tried to send one to her and um, hers didn't work because she sent her the same promotion code that she sent me. So since I had already used it, it didn't work for her. So I don't think we have any more free ones. But it's still mad convenient because like you can. <clears throat> Especially around here, since we already live downtown, like we can just go wherever. And y'all gotta, y'all gotta take y'all cars out of nowhere. Yeah, we ain't gotta take our cars nowhere really, and we ain't gotta pay shit, dog. We pay like three, four dollars or some shit to use an Uber or a Lyft around downtown. That's so dope. I think I plan on using that. One of the drivers was like, "Yeah, I use it all the time." He was like, "I plan on getting fucked up." I'm like, "I just use this. This is like a, a Lyft driver. Like, yeah, I plan. On, I, I use Lyft or Uber. How the fuck NFL players don't lose it? <laughs> Good question." <laughs> And, and I, everybody there seems to do both. Like, all the all the drivers that we had said so they do both Lyft and Uber. Shit, yeah, it, it makes sense. I mean, especially if you could just do both on both, on, you know. No, I mean, they same. work for both. Yeah, which is yeah. fine. Yeah, I think that's, that's dope as hell. I don't know why wouldn't they do that. That's funny. Ha! I think I think Uber is a little bit more upscale. Like, you got to have a nice. I feel like if I try to apply to be an Uber driver, I'm going to get rejected because my car ain't nice enough. Because everybody who picked us up had a nice-ass car, dude. Like, I think I'm it had to be, like, like, a certain year up. Or yeah, like, like, I feel like everybody who picked us up had a nice-ass car. So, I feel I like feel I could do Lyft here, but I don't think I could do Uber here. I feel like they'd look at my truck like, eh. Yeah, they would. Like, uh, sir, how many miles you got on that motherfucker? Yeah, they get Like, you only got 250,000. Like, you can like, do it. You, 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 like, you can get that Jitney app. But, uh, <laughs> 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 Jitney app? <laughs> But you ain't gonna get that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> exactly. That's how it is, though. That's funny. But I plan on using that, and they, and they made a good point. Uh, one of the drivers was like, "I bet he's like, I figure that's probably pretty. You know, that could be pretty lucrative for you in Detroit." And I'm like, "Well, it's kind of new, so people weren't really on it." But I'm like, people are getting on it right now because, like, uh, when I went to um, what strip club is that? We went to some strip club for uh, like. Whose birthday was it? Like, Audrey's birthday or something like that. And uh, Audrey, Trevor, Johnny, and his wife all came up in an in uh, Uber ride. And so I didn't even know we had Uber here at that point. I knew we had Lyft because I was already going through the process, but I knew we had Uber. So, like, the shit is real new here. But they made a point. They was like, I bet that shit will really pop for y'all in the winter. I'm like, that's a good-ass point. Because people still want to go out, but they're like, it's snowing. I don't feel like going. I don't feel like driving. But if you can call an Uber and be like, hey, yeah, why don't you take us there? So that shit will probably really pop this year. I think the plus is that you don't have, there's no transact, no hand-to-hand transaction. That's the best part of it. You don't have to, they don't carry no cash on them. You don't have to pay no cash. You, you don't have to provide cash, none of that. It's I mean, you got, strange, you got some strange niggas in your car. I mean. Yeah. So. But they had nice cars, man. They Like, the, the, the Uber dude that we picked up, he had like a, um. What was he driving? He was driving one of them uh, electric cars. Not an electric car, but like a hybrid or some shit. And it had like a whole a whole uh, dashboard. And it showed... It had an actual picture of the car that showed all the operating parts. So like if you had like... Say like if you had an issue with your brakes, it would show like... If it was an issue. Oh, okay. Yeah, it would show like the... Maybe like a flaw in the brakes and the little picture and shit like that. So all he... And it was showing like the pistons moving and shit like that. Like it was... It was an, it was dope, dog. I'm like, man, he got a nice ass car. Yeah, I, I would get I would get uh eliminated just on that. It was like, sir, your brake light won't go out. I'm like, that brake light been on since I got this bitch. I feel like if my brake light went out, the bulb went out. That's that's, a, that's, that's the most me. consistent thing on that motherfucker. The brake light. 
<laughs> that could help you too when your brake lights go out because like if if you don't have a car like that, how you gonna know when your brake lights go out? Well, I've had that issue. I don't know my brake light is out until the cops pull me over and say, "Hey, your brake light is out." Mm-hmm. Like, how the fuck am I supposed to know that? That's why I, I would always hate if they gave me a ticket for that. Like, you, you your brake light is out, we give you a ticket. Like, how the fuck am I supposed to know that? Yeah, but like with that kind of car, that know. shit that shit tell you everything, man. But, but yeah, they all had nice cars and like Uber cars, and like they all got to be black and they got to be like kind of luxury. And then you can like choose what kind of car you want. So like if you want like a regular Uber car, you can get like the Uber XL and you can get like a regular ass car. Because you can get like an SUV or you can get like a, a luxury car and you got to pay more, but uh, you can get like <clears throat> something really fancy. So like Asia was telling us like, yeah, if you want like because Asia goes to a lot of like, uh, you know, award shows and like fancy shit like that. So she's like, if I feel like going to like a show and I feel like showing out, I'll get like an Uber, you know, luxury shit and get in. And you pull up to the red carpet and shit, and you pull up in a, a black Benz and get out. <laughs> you know, you like the boss, and you pay fucking three dollars or whatever to get to that bitch. That's so, dope. yeah, it's dope, man. So I plan on. I'm uh, looking forward to trying it here. Yeah, it'll it'll be real useful here. I know we got it here, and then like I know it's probably not is in heavy demand, so it's probably easier to get a ride. I've seen a few folks that are. Um, Posted talking about them on Facebook and stuff here. So lifts are easy to identify because you're supposed to wear like this. It's like a pink mustache that you put on the front of your car, like a big pink mustache. Are you serious? Yeah, the the lift people they say you're supposed to use it. A big pink mustache that goes on on the front part of your car, but they don't do it in L.A. And I think it's probably partially because one, there's so many people, and two, because they all do both Uber and Lyft, so they just like fuck it. But here, I've actually seen people like downtown riding around with like pink mustache on their car and shit. I guess it's good for identifying. <clears throat> yeah, that's what that's the purpose is so that you know who it is. But they take like it has like push alerts and shit. So like for instance, like say if I uh, I request a lift and they say okay your lift is supposed to be here in two minutes and you look at the app and say one minute and then whatever you, then it texts you and it says your lift driver John is outside right now driving a black Toyota Camry or whatever. So it tells you everything that you need to know. So you go out there, you see the camera, you hop in, everything's smooth. It's it's man, it's so dope, dog. It's 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 really good if you're somebody who like, you know, likes to go out and get fucked up, but you don't want to drive, but you don't want to pay like necessarily like taxi money because that cab money is cab money. They hit you up. Yeah, well, you know, we we go out, you know, we do stuff for the honeymoon stuff. I'm looking forward to you know using some cab shit because we just go rent a car, but we was like, you know what, we just fucking. Cab it now. I'm like fucking fuck Uber. cabs, nigga. Get a yeah. get a lift, not not lift. Don't get Uber. Get lift, dog. Like get lift, and you be straight. Uber Uber probably cost you, and then Uber. I feel I feel like Uber's not quite on here. So if you get like an Uber, you might have to wait a few minutes. But if you get a lift, you might be able to get a lift. Like I never waited more than three minutes for either one while I was in LA. Three fucking minutes, wow. dog. And you don't have to do shit. Like you gotta go if you want a cab. You gotta either. Call the cab company and tell them to come pick you up from where you at, and they'll be like, oh, it'll be 20 minutes. Or you got to go outside trying to flag one down. But with this shit, you can stay inside and just say, hey, this is where I'm at. You are punching your address. You don't have to punch in your address. It does it off GPS. It knows where you at. So they send it out there, and they, they text you when the car is there, tell you what the car is, and you just go outside and hop in. Like, shit is they going to fuck around and shut Cav down. Cavs going to be non-existent in probably five years because of this shit. I don't <laughs> Cab drivers drive crazy, man, so I'm good with that. They drive crazy, and they never come when they're supposed to, man. It's expensive. They that, you remember the day that uh, 
it was that the day that Theo came to Dearborn and went out there. Mm-hmm. I wasn't driving there, so I caught a cab. <coughs> I caught a cab out there. Man, it took me like two hours to get a cab. God two damn. hours to get a cab. But um, I didn't have my truck at the time. You lose. You use Lyft or Uber from here. You'd be in Dearborn in ten minutes, God. Man. And that's the whole process from the moment you open up the app and say you want to ride. To the moment you're in Dearborn. Because Dearborn is like, from my old place. Yeah, because Dearborn is close, but yeah. Yeah, but I'm saying, from my old place, shit, it was like. Yeah, even from your old place. Probably 10 minutes. Like, man, I kept calling them bastards, too. I was so pissed, too. Yeah, I I wish they was here five years ago. Yeah, that shit is dope. Yeah, I just saw it was crazy. My mom was like, you mean like a jitney? I was like, oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) So this gift you got. Oh, yeah, yeah, the gift, yeah. Okay, so this is this is incredibly dope, dude. I can't wait to use this shit. So he gave us a barrel for aging liquor. And it comes with instructions, right? So say you buy like a scotch, right? And it's a, a lower level type scotch that ain't really been aged. You can put in this barrel and age it for like 30 days or whatever. Get and now it's a, a top level scotch. Are you serious? Yes, it's a, and it comes with instructions. It tells like it's... it's kind of complicated like you gotta like do some shit where you like you put water in it for a certain amount of time and then you gotta you gotta make sure that the barrel's clean and you gotta make sure that it won't leak. have you started the process yet no nah, i mean i just got back <laughs> and i'm like you gotta put water you gotta start the process somewhere man you gotta start the process but like basically the point is that like you could take you could use this barrel to age liquor so you can buy theoretically cheap liquor cheap and age it to where it's it's high level liquor Dude, that sounds awesome. It is, dude. It's how big, how awesome, big dude. is it? It's, it's uh, like a fifth you can put like, in there? Yeah, I think you can probably, probably put more than a fifth. It's not big, like an actual barrel barrel. But it's yeah, yeah like, I figured that. It's probably about the size of like maybe like a big water jug. Maybe like a, I won't say a gallon, but it's like a half gallon probably. But probably the size, you probably put like a half gallon in it. And... Yeah, you just go through the whole age of prizes. And they say, the instructions say like 30 days. Once you actually get the liquor in there, the only catch, not catch, so to speak, but, like, you can't switch liquors up, and you can't ever have it, like, just sitting. So, like, you gotta, if you're not using it, you gotta, like, put water in it to make sure that it's, like, whatever liquor you had in it before isn't, like, you know, I guess, like, ingrained in the wood or stuck to the edges, so you gotta put water in it if you're not, but it has to always be in use, whether you got liquor in it or water in it, and you gotta stick with, I guess, the same liquor, so I can't necessarily put, like, scotch in it and then put, like, whiskey in it or, you know, whatever. Fuck it. That's fine. But, shit. like, yeah. But, like, that's a minor cash to yeah. take cheap liquor and make it expensive liquor. So, Man. like, it's dope. Just, be, just the idea of being able to age your own liquor is dope. So, like, he gave all of us these, like, little barrels with... It, it came with, like I said, it came with instructions. It came with stands and all this shit and everything you need to be able to age your, age your own liquor. So that was the gift. A barrel to age your own liquor in Dude, that's dope. I want yeah. one now. That sounds awesome. You gotta start. You, you need to get on that shit, though. Oh, I'm going. I'm, I'm going to get one. <laughs> I said it's been it's been a busy. Like I said, I just got back on uh, uh, Monday, and today is Wednesday. I'll probably uh, do something with it uh, over the weekend. So yeah, I'm looking forward to that. That sounds dope as fuck. Dude. Yeah, I was like, I was like, that's the dope ass gift. Like, I, I, I didn't ask. But I'm thinking, like, how did you come up with this? Like, this is a uh, it's a good ass gift. Yeah, I'm. I'm. Yeah, that that's awesome. Damn. Yeah, so I'm gonna make some top level shit. 
You ain't got no choice, nah, nigga. Shit, I'm messing your ass every day. Like, dog, dude, I'm messing you on Saturday. I'm gonna give. You- Is the liquor ready? Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> Niggas in one day. Now did they? Now did they give you a time period for how? Oh, you said thirty days. Yeah, like thirty days. Like the instructor said, like thirty days. So you put some shit in there. It it, it spoke Scotch language that I don't really know because I don't drink Scotch like that. But what I gather from it is like you can put cheap Scotch in it and age it to less basically expensive Scotch. Okay, basically is what, what I took from it. We do a podcast in December, nigga. You need to have something something good (laughs) for that motherfucker. Yeah, I got some shit that I paid like twenty dollars for, and now it's worth one hundred fifty dollars. Shit, dude, (laughs) it's Tesla with Kessler. (laughs) Shit, why not? Shit, why not? That shit cheap as hell. I mean, if you could put like a half gallon in that bitch, yeah, I would say it's a small barrel. It's probably like like this big, like the size of like a kid a kids football, like the one you get for like little kids. Like so, like like about that big, but I feel like it's bigger than a fifth. Fuck yeah, that sounds dope. Say I want one now. I have no idea where you got that shit. Who got it for you? My boy Terrence, the one whose wedding I went to. Oh yeah, yeah. You have to inquire with him because I definitely, <laughs> I definitely want to uh, want to do that. I'm always up for anything that's alcohol related. From fucking infused gummy bears to <laughs> right. um, all that shit, man. Infused gummy bears is one of my favorites alcohol snacks. Yeah, I seen I seen that shit on uh on the on the internet, man. I I, I use that shit. I think I used it for my 30th birthday, actually. I think I used the uh, gummy worms. And uh I so I swear I used it. What's up? I mean, you was there, but I, I for which one? For for my 30th birthday. You remember everybody came to my crib and then we went downtown. Did we have I, any I feel like I had. I feel like I had the the liquor infused gummy gummy. I didn't use gummy bears. I used gummy worms. But yeah, it was worms. I remember that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah I remember yeah, that. I so we went to seventeen on one, right? Yeah, yep. Yeah, I used that same shit, and I I, I had those worms uh, uh, infused with the liquor for probably like it was at least twenty four hours. It was longer than they say. Like they say, like you could do it for a couple of hours and be good. But I put them shit. I had them bitches soaking up that liquor for like a good minute. Like it was, it was at least twenty four hours. Yeah, I think the longer you can do it, the better. I've done it. I did it for five days once. God damn! And that was awesome. It it's so. I mean, it was some fat ass gummy bears. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say the longer you can, longer you can stand to do it. The long, uh, as much as you can prep. You know, as far as days before, yeah, I would I mean, say you don't definitely. Have nothing big coming up, yeah. Yeah, I did uh, gummy bears, and um, I think I did it in Bacardi or some some kind of. I think it was some clear. I think it was Bacardi, and I did it for like it was four or five days before. I think I did it for like a drinkathon or something like that. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it was fucking awesome. Fucking dope, man. So. Yeah. So maybe I can I can plan some. I could plan maybe plan something like that for my wedding, man. Have like a infused gummy bears and shit and have aged ass scotch that I use the barrel for. Do and it, I figure like the more I figure like the more you use that barrel, the more effective it'll be. So like the first time I do it, you know, age something for 30 days and be like, oh, this shit is great. And then maybe age something for 60 days or 90 days or whatever after I, the fact. I see, I see, well, for me, if I was to get one, I would see myself getting multiple ones. Like this would be the scotch one. And this would be uh, a whiskey one. And then, exactly. you know, this would be a, 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 a vodka one or something like that. I yeah, he said he said that you can't you you can't switch liquors because that's what I said. I was like, can you reuse it? Can you only do it once or can you reuse it? And he said like, you can reuse it, but you can't switch switch the type of liquor. But I feel like when I read the instructions, 
that you could switch the type of liquor, but you gotta like kind of clean it out first. But I, I'm yeah. not sure. But I, I gotta read the instructions. Ideally, first. depending on how much they cost, you know what it was called. Do you remember? No, I have to look at. I mean, it's still right now. It's still in the box in my luggage. Oh, okay. So <laughs> I, I don't really. I, I glanced at the instructions, and that was really pretty much it. But I can look into it. Yeah, I'm gonna look it up. I'm curious as hell. Um, and it came in a nondescript box. It was like a plain white box, so I can't even say like, "Hey, it's this brand." But I mean, the instructions probably got some shit on it. Was it shaped like a barrel? Yeah, it's, it's an actual barrel. It's just smaller. It's not like a full barrel, but it's, it's smaller. But yeah, it's an actual barrel. With a, it comes with like a spigot and all that shit. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's the real deal. It's an actual barrel. I found this one. It has like a stand and shit. Yeah, it looks like that. It comes with a stand and everything. Yep. Oh, no, that's fucking dope. Yeah. So, um, I want to, uh, Briefly talk about so Garden Now our uh, our number one listener slash Janice she sent a, uh, she sent an email about our episode last week we had Jay on uh, and for one Jay if you listening she thought your voice was mad sexy dog so I don't know man if you can catch a flight to Australia man maybe <laughs> she she said she could, you could pretty much convince her to do whatever she yeah, you, you know you, you might want her to do so yeah you might be able to drop the dick off like, you never know. <laughs> <laughs> you might be able to, dog. You, you, can, you can actually pull the dick in a box and probably pull it out. Yeah, she said your voice is mad sexy, oh. man. So, <laughs> you might be able to get some And we've been doing this for 23 podcasts, and we've never got that response. <laughs> right, yeah. So, so, I think you're on a, you're, you might you're be on a good to, path, brother. Yeah, get some Australian pussy, man. Right. You know, it, dog. <laughs> man. I can't wait till she hears <laughs> I'm saying that shit just to fuck with her, like... <laughs> That's what she gonna say. <laughs> it's funny. She yeah. probably she probably responded talking about pussy, and then she probably hear her cats in the background. Yeah, like I got it. I got a couple of pussies back here for you. Yeah, she said your pussy. She said your voice is getting her pussy wet. So I mean, you might you might be able to go through, man. That means, but, her, um, that means her kittens are gonna be thirsty. But anyway, yeah, her yeah. cats. But um, anyway, she uh, commented that Otis made a comment. She said that Otis made a comment in the last episode about um, uh, hip hop. The uh, well, she said that she thought it was a um, what did she say? She thought the shit was like the she thought it was like a radio station, yeah, a radio station, but it was a double XL, which is a magazine here. Uh, Janice, it's a, it's a magazine here, and the magazine put out the list of the top 200, the top 250 songs of the 90s, and um, it's still our favorite shit. And she said that she was surprised that generally I make blanket statements and I rank shit like, okay, this is like. Whatever is like my top three shit, or this is my top five shit. I make blanket statements like that, and I rank things regularly. And Otis isn't as committed to doing that type of thing as I am. But she said that when we talked about the Double XL top two hundred fifty songs, that Otis said that it's the best. Basically, it's the best of rap. Like, there's not gonna be anything that's gonna be better or or equal with the the nineties. Basically, that the nineties was like the pinnacle of rap, and um. I thought that was an interesting statement because, like, I kind of agree with that. Like, I, I, I don't know what I said at the time, but like, I feel like right now, like that double XL top two hundred fifty is like, is pretty much like the pinnacle of rap. Like, I, I don't see anything ever coming out that's better than that, especially right now, man. Like, nah. hip hop is trash right yeah, now. Yeah, I, I, and I still... even more so than when hip hop when Nas said hip hop is dead. When Nas said hip hop is dead, it was kind of like people were like, yeah. But then yeah. there are people that are like, oh no, he's he's tripping, blah blah blah. But yeah. I think if Nas said hip hop is dead right now, people would kind of be like, yeah, yeah you're right, you're right. <laughs> there's there's not 
there hasn't been. Uh, I think Otis's blanket statement is pretty much true. Like that double yeah, XL top two fifty, that pretty much is like the pinnacle of hip hop. And I and I, I stand by that fully. And I endorse it. That you know, one, I think the nineties was the probably the best decade for a lot of music. Yeah, I agree um, with that too. Like, um, hip hop, R and B, even know, like uh, even like uh, shit that's not like quote unquote black music, like. Like some of my favorite like other genres, like my favorite rock song, my favorite alternative shit, all that shit is like '90s shit, man. Like REM and Red Hot Chili Peppers, like U2. Like it is funny because like when U2 put out that free album, when uh, App- Apple updated their iOS and they they put that free U2 album on everybody's shit, everybody was so mad. Like I don't, why they put on this U2 on my phone? I'm like shit, I fuck with U2, man. <laughs> But like YouTube's '90s music, man. Their album "Octone Baby," man. That shit is everything, dude. So, like the '90s in music as a whole, just, just to me is is like the pinnacle. Yeah, I don't think I think you can probably go to different genres and you had different peaks or different uh, or or I guess good moments maybe through the 2000s of some stuff. But in general, yeah, man, I, mean, I I really stand by, especially for hip hop, and that was you know especially in the '90s, you know. Uh, probably started in like 93, 94 when I really started listening to a lot of hip hop, you know, yeah. 12, 13, 14. Right. You know, I, I I still stand by that. That's probably the, will be the best, best time, best era of hip hop period, you know. And like, you know, she said, you know, I've, I've always, I'm always reluctant to, to rate stuff because I always think I have a weird, um, I have weird taste sometimes. And so, you know, I'll see movies and I'll be like, oh, that's good. You know, somebody else sees, oh, that shit trash. So, you know, it's like I'm real reluctant sometimes to even give my opinion on some stuff. But that there, that XL uh, 90s hip hop list, that by by far best best music ever. It's you a know, flawless compilation, man. I mean, it's some songs that, you know, even if some songs you may have liked less than others, but in general, I mean, I probably could have thought of maybe a couple of songs that could have fit that, but. You're not missing anything. If you was to do a '90s hip hop party, you can play that and, and cover that, exactly. everything. It, it, you yeah, wouldn't need it. nothing need else, else because yeah. the songs that you may want to hear, you're going to hear so many good songs on there that you're not even going to think about these other songs that you didn't hear. You know, I can't think of anything that I think like, oh, this is my '90s shit that's not in that compilation. Like, I can't think of anything that that is missing. Like yeah. it, it may be missing some shit, but I don't I have I can't it. think of it. I lost that before, and I it's got 250 it. 250 songs. I lost <laughs> that before on a computer and got it back, and I'm like, I would never lose this again. Like I, I backed it up on a on a hard drive that I just keep in, you know, my drawer because I I would never lose that again because that that compilation was the probably as they said the pinnacle of hip hop, and it, it would never be. I don't think it would ever be just because the the I think the music is so so different now so. Radio ready, you know, a lot of stuff. I, well, although a lot of that stuff hit radio then, I think now it's a different push to hit radio, you know, and so it would it would never be an era like that ever. The way I look at it ever again. The way I look at it is like right now, we're in an era where you just need a hit song. So they, they will play, the goal is to like have a hit song and then maybe tour. Get the iTunes downloads, get the club appearances, etc., etc. In the '90s, the goal was to like have a hit album and to sell 
a million records, or two million records, and have like albums. I mean, so a million, two million albums. So you you put a song out, and it's like, okay, this is the first single. This is to get y'all hyped for the album. Mm-hmm. Here's the next single. This is to get y'all even more hyped for the album. And the album drops, and the album's phenomenal, and the album sells a million albums or two million albums, whatever. Well, well, the numbers weren't that high back in the '90s, but you know, the point was to sell albums. It was to make music. Right now, we live in a culture where it's like, drop a hot song, and you can have a hot song with a hot dance and a hot video, and you can make club appearances. You can be on YouTube. You can get on in Bobby Schmurder's case. You can get on Jimmy Fallon. You know, whatever. And that's conducive to making money in the moment. It's, it's, it's conducive to getting that 15 minutes of fame. Whereas in the mm-hmm. 90s, it was conducive to making good albums and, and having longevity. So, like, people were making good music. And I feel mad sketchy about talking about it because I feel like when I was in the 90s, when I was growing up, my dad, who is white, would be like, he told me it was trash. He's like, I hate all that shit. Like, all that shit you listen to, all that Dr. Dre, this shit is garbage, blah, blah, blah. And it made me think, like, okay, I think we might have talked about this on the podcast before. Is it, is it a thing of, like, where when you're older, you think everything that's new is trash and all the shit that you grew up on is great? Or is it just a, a thing of, like, where the new shit is genuinely, genuinely bad? And I feel like, I don't know if I'm just being biased or what it is. Am I just older or what? But, like, is it a thing where, like, I look at it like the 90s shit is actually great music and the current shit is trash? Or is it just me being old, thinking it's trash, no, and it's really not? No, because I, I think that, you know, one... But it's a totally different era now. You you judge... Well, well, I think you had... You can judge music by a couple of things. You know, you have a sphere influence that, you know, likes the same kind of music you like. So, generally, you kind of go, you know, with that kind of sphere influence. But then, it's like... You have music to come out and nobody likes the shit. And then you have a, a like this select group of people that may like it. But the people that you know like the same shit you like don't like that shit. You know, so it's kind of weird. You know, sometimes I, I admit, too, that I've had music that's played and I didn't like it until I've heard it a few times or more than a few times. Because, you know, and I think in the 90s you had music that... When you hear it, it was just that it was it was good. You didn't have to hear it three or four times, and that's, that's why I kind of strategy. Yeah, yeah, and I, and I think and I think that was one of the things too. It's like you know, I feel like I used to I used to feel like if I had to hit, if I have to hear this music four or five times, I mean I, I I might not like it as much as I should. I didn't hear it because it's repetitive and it's getting to me. You know what I mean? I think a lot of music. You know, when I heard, you know. Uh, All Eyes on Me I loved the album when it came out It wasn't like it had to grow on me Or right. you know I heard Ready to Die You know it had to grow None of that shit had to grow on me You know those are just classic shits You know what I'm saying Right. You know but some music You know I, I would hear a few times And it you know grow You know and it, at some point it grew on me or something But yeah that, that was definitely a definitive era And I don't think there would ever Ever be an era like that Again you know Yeah I just wonder if I'm biased because that was the era I grew up in, or no, if or if it's just legitimately better than everything else. But well, I guess how you, I feel is that it was just better than everything else. I think it's just better than everything else. You know, I, I and some of the music you know happened. I was so young that you know I didn't really like a lot of it. The early '90s music until the late '90s, 
But, you know, it wasn't a lot of music I didn't appreciate, you know, in this era. Uh, I could definitely uh, admit that I didn't appreciate a lot of, say, Jay Dillard's music in this era because I didn't find out a lot of his music until he was almost, you know, almost dead. No, yeah, I agree. Same and here. so I didn't, you know, but I appreciate a lot of his music a lot more, you know, after the fact, you know. But, you know, it's a lot of ours. I, you know, it. Yeah, I, I, I definitely think I don't know if it's a bias because of the area you grew because you know I think when you become a good music listener, you know, or you know can appreciate music, you you are this you can appreciate music from all all genres. I'm a huge soul seventies fan. I like disco music as well, and obviously I wasn't around for seventies disco, but you know you can I can still appreciate that music. You know, not necessarily because it wasn't my era. But I think it's a you, you it's a different feeling when you knew you grew up when that song came out. Like, right. you know, I remember the first time I heard uh um Outcast, what was the song? Uh Elevators. I remember the first time I heard that, you know what I mean? So it's like, you know, hearing stuff for the first time. I remember the first time I heard Notorious Thugs from, you know, you know, so you I think for those you get, you know, you can you could you know appreciate it more when you first hear it you know for the first time the first time I heard elevators I was at a a U of M summer school program you know saying when I was in eleventh grade first time I heard Notorious Thugs I was I was walking to Votech I used to go to uh, Randolph right next to Re- uh, Renaissance first time I heard oh, wow, I know that yeah so I went to Renaissance yeah so that. first time I heard Notorious Thugs I was uh, I had just caught the bus to school. And I'm walking up, and I hear somebody pull up in their car, and I hear this, you know, uh, bone and biggie, big, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, yeah. And like I remember hearing those for the first time, and and then during that time, my um, my stepdad was a was like a random bar DJ, so he used to buy all this music, all this like my he had all of he had all of no no no, no limits music. So did I. All of them, and yeah, I all no limit. And I had all the cash money. All of fucking no limit. So I remember even the like the 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 less popular ones like uh, Skull Duggery and you know what I'm saying uh, damn what was it was this other one I can't I don't even want to call him Mr C Mr C no Mr C it was damn I can't think of the guy's name um, but I'm drawing a blank too but I think I know who you're talking about. Yeah, so like uh, you know, like Cain and Abel, Cain and Abel, yeah, like and the lesser yeah. ones, and what's the ones that weren't Master P and Super then uh, what's the chick from the trick? Mercedes, Mercedes, uh, yeah. and you know, shit like that. So yeah, yeah, I think that that was a that was definitely a great. Mercedes had the guy album cover. <laughs> Dog, her album cover was awesome. Look up the Mercedes album cover if you know if you're not familiar with it. Look up the Mercedes album cover. Is the truth. That might be a. Uh, I'm trying to think of. We, we I know you. You kind of think of uh, our uh, podcast uh, pictures on the fly, but if you could find that album cover, <laughs> oh, that, uh, per- that's perfect. I'm gonna I'm do that. That's perfect. I will find it and I will put that as the the picture for this episode. Yeah, that Mercedes. That Mercedes album cover is dope. I, I, I like that. Shit is like one of the things where like you remember where you were when you saw the Mercedes album cover. Yep. <laughs> Let me say that it was dope, but like yeah, that that I, I just I just always wonder like is it just me because I grew up in that era or was that just, was that legitimately the best era of hip hop? But like if you think of like 
Okay, so in the late nineties you had like the No Limit and then you had the Master P and shit like that, but in the early nineties you had like Dr. Dre, Snoop, Tribe, uh um who made the uh well you had Outcast, you had um De La Soul, like they were still doing shit in the nineties. Like everybody man everybody in the nineties was just like so dope, man. Yes, well, you know that was the era of Snoop, you know, Dog Pound, you know, a lot I'm of the ba- day. If I ever met Snoop Dogg, I would hug that nigga, dog. Like, <laughs> I, I'm so serious, dog. Like, if I met Snoop Dogg or if I met Will Smith, I would like, and it's it's kind of it's completely different. But if I met Snoop Dogg, man, I don't even know how I react because everybody always says, like, man, if you met Eminem, you would spaz out. I would spaz out from that Eminem. But if I met Snoop. Man, the thank yous that I would give this nigga for doggy style, dog. Like, man, you have no idea. Dog. I would worship, like, man, Between, I would worship yeah. that nigga, man. Dog, like, doggy style, and you um, gave me my favorite hip hop album of all time, dog. Like, doggy style is everything to me, dude. Like, doggy style, and there will be something from doggy style playing in my wedding. I don't care what she says. <laughs> I don't care. There will have to be something doggy style at my fucking wedding. Dog. I'm like mentally going through the listing of doggy style. I'm like, yeah, this is doggy style be- is flawless. Dog. I can't wait for this wedding. It's everything. I can't dog. wait for this wedding. Doggy style is the chronic achievement of like gangster rap, dog. Like doggy between, style. Yeah, between doggy rap. style and uh, Murder of the K soundtrack, that was probably the best, the best Snoop that I that I, I could recall, and so. Yeah, I'm just I'm I'm just still look, like thinking through the the playlist of play uh, deep cover at the wedding, man. <laughs> you might have a, we, you should have like a '90s themed. And the the crazy thing about it is like she's not a big hip hop fan, but like if we had a '90s themed kind of wedding, at least musically, it it don't even have to be all hip hop. It could be like no. It could be R and B shit. Like, like we said, I mean the nineties. The nineties had good music from. The nineties was good. Period. It was dog. just good. That's why I was like, you know, even with Jody the hip, Nirvana, even like, with the hip hop, man. I would, you know, I, I really not that I, you know, and I, I hardly have time for anything else, anything else lately. But I would love to be able to compile a compilation of nineties R and B songs, kind of like that Double XL. I made my own shit. I made a nineties, uh, my own nineties thing. And it was like I made it on CDs, and I made three discs of CDs of my my personal favorite '90s songs. And it was not all hip hop and R&B. It was like there was Red Hot Chili Peppers, there's REM, there's Nirvana. Like I got Madonna. Like there's all kinds of '90s shit. Like man, '90s music is flawless. Just shit, '90s man. in general, not even just hip hop stuff. Yeah, it's like '90s was everything, man. But the R&B stuff, I used to, you know, I. I now I want to do it. Now I want to make that make that compilation now because it took me a long time. Though. It took me several hours, but I made that shit. No, I, I mean you can discs. now. I, I, I wanna, still got all three discs, the I'll, actual physical CDs. Now, I have them. now you need to just put them on Dropbox now because uh, I can't. yeah, easy. because yeah. I was uh, talking with my uh, my boy Derek, and we used to make CDs all the time. And when when he picked me up for SWV, the, he picked me up for um, the bachelor party. He had had us. He had found his old CD case, and we had made this. This is when, this is early nineties when burners became CD burners just became popular, and we I remember we spent a, a whole couple of hours trying to install it into this mom's old ass fucking desktop, and we bought these uh, Magnavox fucking uh, blank discs, and we and we made and he played this this CD while we were driving, dude, and. 
it was so prevalent. Like every song was fucking dope. It was fucking Outkast on there. It was, um, damn, who? Young Bloods on there. It was. I mean, I mean, every song that we had picked was timeless songs that I never felt like any song I heard on there. Like uh, this is, you know, it could have, you know, it was just timeless songs. I think Nigga, Aaliyah, Aaliyah, well, dude, everybody, dog, like everything. Uh, in the now I want to do hot, it. Man. Now, now I want to do it, man. Now, I wanna... My nineties, my nineties three disc shit, dog, is dope. And I, I put it in the order of like, I didn't put it in any real order, but I made the first song on each disc. Like one of my favorite songs. So like the first song on one of the discs is like Summertime by Fresh Prince. Mm-hmm. The first disc on another the first song on another one is like Poison by Bill Bill DeVoe. The first disc on the first song on another is um shit. I can't remember. I can't remember what the first one was. But like I put like my favorite one as the first song on each one and it was like man, like I said, Aaliyah, Tupac, uh fucking um uh, what's up? So for real, like that candy uh, rain, and, like man, everything, dude. Well, like, I, yeah, your first steps. I think you need to digitize. Flawless, you need dog. to digitize these. One. I do, I do. I actually do. I don't have Spotify, but I, I feel like if I put my three disc nineties compilation on Spotify, be, that shit would. I think it gotta be it. another way though to be able to upload, so you can have those as a playlist on just a general, you know, uh, music. Uh, I don't know how how it would work. But yeah, something to be able to download because that shit, man. Nineties music just—I mean, all all genres was dope. But I put my own personal shit, so somebody might listen and be like, "I don't fuck with U two like that." But I put like U two songs. I put like Red Hot Chili Peppers on there. I put like uh, um, REM on there. Like I, I put like Madonna. Like I, it's it's not like all hip hop and R and B. It's mostly hip hop and R and B, but it's not all hip hop and R and B. So like, it's a good mix of what I feel like. I mean, I based it off the the nineties double XL shit, but I took my own favorite songs and I put them on there and I put them in the order that I like. And Adina Howard, fucking what's that freak like me joint? Like it, everything, man. It's like it just seemed like everything that was hot in the nineties is like I could listen to it now and be like, this is the shit. And I don't know if it's just me because that's what era I grew up in, or if it's because that was hot. But like. I don't know, man. I listen to that shit. I'm like, this is way better than anything right now. No, it is. I mean, it is. I mean, point blank. That's how I feel. I feel, like, I feel like it is. But, like, my dad looked at that shit. My dad might look at that shit and be like, this is trash. This is what I got on my shit. And he might put a whole bunch of shit from the 70s and 80s on it and think, like, oh, this is flawless. All his 90s shit is garbage. So I don't know if I feel like I love the shit because of the era that I grew up in. Or if I love the shit because it's it's legitimately better than everything else. Nah, I think it's. So just, I don't know. I but, think it's just legitimately better for the most part. So. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, how are you gonna compare fucking like Doggy Style or the Chronic or or uh, any of the R and B shit, Jodeci or any of that shit, and compare it to like Chief Keef or something like that? I mean, <laughs> it's it's not really a comparison. Nah, it's not at all. But at all. But that's why to bring it back around. That's why Janice was so shocked by your statement of like this double XL shit is like the best that we're ever gonna get, and that's why, man, because like the shit on that is like timeless to us, and it's it's, it's not gonna be touched. And I, I feel the same way. Like it's, it's flawless, man. You know, there's nothing that's gonna come out better than that. I could make a I could make a 2000 to 2010. I could do the same thing, and it would be dope. 
but it would not be fucking with my '90s shit at all. Yeah, I, w- I want to make one now. I'm just I'm I, I so want to make one now. Yeah, I do that shit. I, I say all the time because I, I can't. But like, I I spend a lot of time making making the making my three disc set. Fucking and it's full of like one hit wonders type shit. Like Montel Jordan, this is how we do it and shit like that, man. But like something like Poison, like you look at something like Poison. Poison plays in a club now and will like still play and will bang in a club. Poison, but like I don't even think. And maybe I'm just being biased, but like the shit that's hot right now, I don't even think that shit would bang like Poison would. Like Poison, I think would get more people on the floor than Bobby Schmurder. Like yeah, you would get people on the floor doing a shmoney dance or whatever, but like I don't think it would bang like Bob, like it would like like Poison would. Well, I think I mean a lot of like for instance the Bobby Smurder, it's so in the moment, man. You know, I don't see maybe a year from now. I mean, you might have this whole Smurder dance and that whole because I I found out about that from uh, a Vine. <laughs> I didn't even know that it was a real song. We didn't find the song. Realized it wasn't even his song. He stole that was uh, a Lloyd Banks song. What? Yeah. He just used the beat from that's like a mixtape song. Oh really? Yeah. I know that. Yep. So I mean, a year from now, I don't see the popularity of that being around no more. You know what I mean? So I'm definitely yeah. about to do that Google search stuff. Yeah, it was. I can't think of the. Uh, I don't. I, I never even heard the uh, the Lloyd Banks song. It wasn't until after I heard that. Well, just keep talking, and I will try to find. Uh, <laughs> yeah, now I'm curious. Like he, that's a Lloyd Banks song. Like what? Yeah, that was a Lloyd Banks song. Um, shit, I don't know what. Uh, I can't think of the title of the Lloyd Banks song because, I, like I say, I didn't even. When this, I, is, this is what Google is for. Like I will, I will find this <laughs> within moments. Yeah, when I heard that, I was like, "Wow!" Like, damn. Like he really just took that nigga song. Um, I wish I could do it to the title of it. Jackpot. Jackpot. Well, now I gotta find that shit. Yeah, so it was, uh, yeah, I will find it. I, I found it. Oh, okay. <laughs> Locked up the same. He took the song. Same song. Same fucking song. He even changed. He's no He just used to be. Yeah. There's no difference. No difference. Same shit. Wow, sound of the banks. Shout the Banks. Yeah, like, wow. Some of the Banks, man. And Banks is so laid back. Banks wouldn't even... Banks ain't the type of nigga that would go on, like, the breakfast club and be like, Bobby Smart stole my shit. Like, Banks is so laid back, he wouldn't even give a fuck, dog. But that's crazy. Shout out to Banks for, like, yeah, he being low-key with it. Yeah. Like, even, like, I haven't even heard nothing about Banks actually, you know, making, you know, a big fuss about it. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah, that's all... Yeah, that nigga ain't gonna be around. You know what I'm saying? Cheap, nah. keep. She he just got dropped from his label. He won't be around. No, nope. you know, uh, a lot of these. That, that's the thing. A lot of these, rep- and sadly, a lot of, a lot of the good music that we heard in the nineties 
those artists didn't really make it out just because of sales. But it wasn't because of lack of good music. You know, it just was, you know, sales wasn't, you know. I think, you know, you you would think you would you would have wished a guy like a domino. Oh, go ahead. A domino <laughs> would have made it, you know what I'm saying, more. You know what I'm saying? Right. Or, you know, artists like that. You know, uh, uh, I to make Black Superman, uh, you know, artists, you know, like that and stuff like that. So That's crazy. I didn't know that. This is the exact same beat. Same it? thing. It didn't even change. It was just that's the beat. John Banks ain't said shit. He's so he's so low key, man. Like I'm surprised he ain't said. Shit. I'm not surprised he didn't say shit. But if anybody else like if that was like Fifty Cent beat, we, <laughs> we that shit would be all over the place. Right, Fifty would be like, no, nah, this nigga didn't steal my shit. We would have heard. Shit. Banks just sitting quietly, like, yeah. Look, I you know I still had a, I still had an apple thotterita, so I was like, I'll I'll probably sip this then. I <laughs> just chilling in the fucking like, garage. So Yeah, but that's crazy. But like I, I like the fact that uh that Janice asked about not asked, but commented on the fact that you mentioned that uh you made a blanket statement like this nineties shit is the pinnacle of hip hop and ain't nothing that's gonna fuck with this. And it's not, dude. That's just and, that's that's gonna stand out forever, dude. And the dope thing about her Dope thing about her voicemail was that she mentioned that uh, she mentioned like Ghostface and like some shit that he came out. I didn't even know the shit that she mentioned with Ghostface. I'm, I was unfamiliar with her album. She cited a, a Ghostface album. I was like, I'm thinking like I don't even know this Ghostface album. So that's kind of dope that like uh, somebody from Australia could be like, hey, yeah, th- this Ghostface album. Uh, <laughs> Was kind of hot, and I'm like, like oh, uh, well, what goes Let me look this I'm up. Like, like, what? Which one? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. I, I like Ghostface, man. I know I like a lot of people get Ghostface confused with that person who makes the uh the list about the softest niggas in hip hop. It's a different dude, but his articles are awesome. Whoever he is, so shout out to him. His right. articles are awesome. <laughs> Ghostface. Uh, no, his name is Big Ghost. But yeah, his uh, his articles his articles are awesome. But um, did you have anything else you wanted to touch on? Because I know we had, I know coming we in, had, I kind of wanted to talk about our. We had some other stuff. We had some other stuff that were you know a little more serious. But I think that I, I just like the fact that we were able to just coast some decent stuff. So we can hold off on some of the more serious issues. Um, cool. I like the the lighthearted uh, lightheartedness of the. Of the podcast today, so uh, like I said, we're gonna be we're gonna be on a break this uh, for this upcoming week, and then we'll be back in this bitch uh, on a new podcast on the third. So we'll be skipping the twenty seventh with next Monday, and uh, yeah, we. I'm feeling y'all are gonna be all right though. Yeah, I, I kind of think you know I haven't had no out, haven't had no outpours on Facebook and on on uh, on Twitter. Like, what the fuck is the episode that is right? Shit? You know, so I think we'd be all right. But you know, I'm hoping you know this we get we get a break. You know, to kind of you know figure out stuff. We want to we we always just want to make the podcast better anyway. So we'll see and stuff you know we got a few more we got a couple more features I've been thinking about different features of people we want to have to you know have on here yeah um, I want to have more guests more guests and stuff yeah I feel so. like guests work out a lot a lot of podcasts I listen to have guests 
And uh, I feel like we should have more guests. So that'd be good to have. And I just don't want to have like just guests though. Yeah, no, no, no. I just want to. I want guests for the sake of guests, but like guests who, like for me, like having Jay on last week. I really wanted to have a hip hop episode, and me and him had just seen Nas, and I feel like having Jay on. I feel like that was a really good episode because we had a really good hip hop discussion. But like you, that's a a very specific audience. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody who listens ain't necessarily in the hip hop like. Right, me or you or but I think so. it shows because we didn't get too many plays on that one. Which you know we've had many more plays in many of the episodes. But I think it was. I, I still think that was, that was a solid episode. Uh, you know, for anybody too. who was in, you know any anybody who was you know in the hip hop. I think that, you know that was a solid episode and probably should definitely check it out. Yeah, I agree. <clears throat> but you know, I don't know. You know, sometimes you really can't help what people want to listen to. But you know, I definitely want to have more people on. You know, and and, and more specifically, people you know in the city that's doing stuff. You know that you know come beneficial just to get them out here. So yeah, I would like I would like to have more guests in general. I know a lot of podcasts that I listen to have like they have guests a lot and. I feel like guests would work for us because it, it would just give people a different, you know, a different thing to listen to. So I think that, I think that'll be good for us. But I mean, for me, I'm very particular about guests that we have on because I don't want to have a guest just like in a sense of like, hey, we know you, can we be on a podcast? And it's like I want to have guests that I feel like can, can contribute to the conversation or you know who can be of value. Mm-hmm. And that's not to say that people who ask to be on don't have value, but like we're we're pretty selective about guests, and I feel like at the same time I feel like we've had we haven't had guests that we could have that would be useful, right? So I, I would like to have more guests on. So I definitely appreciate all the guests we've had because it's definitely an added opinions and added you know other thoughts and stuff. But I think going forth, we definitely want to put some thought into the people we want to have on. So absolutely. And so forth. So, yeah. But uh, if you have anything else, yeah, we're uh, off next week, and then we come back strong come November. And uh, Otis will be married at that point. I'll be married and shit. So I'll be here clanging my ring and shit. <laughs> so you know, clanging on y'all, on y'all bitch asses. Oh y'all host. Oh <laughs> y'all host. Thirsty for Otis dick? You're right. out of it. That's it. <laughs> you want Otis dick? That's it. It's funny. I don't know. I don't think the game. So. Right, exactly. So. But anyways, thanks for listening and uh we'll see you guys in about a week and a half. Week and a half. Yeah. Peace. Peace. What up though? Wait, don't stop it. Don't stop it. Don't stop it. Don't stop. Okay. I want to, I want to mention how funny we thought it was that uh Gardal shouted out. What up though? Yeah, so she said that she, she said that her video, I mean her her audio and we thought it was over, and it was like a maybe a second, and then she just hit up with a "What up, though?" <laughs> it was it was it was pretty good. It was it was nice. I like that. So I might try to actually by the time y'all listen to this, y'all might have heard it. But I I, I want to feel like I I, I want to try to put that, see if I can integrate that into the intro. So her her little "What up, though?" I see if I can in, integrate that into the intro. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna put too much pressure on myself to do it just because like. You know, I have to get up really early to go to work, and it's Wednesday, and it's 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 a hectic. We, the weekdays are hectic for me, and to do this on a Wednesday is a sacrifice for me. But I'm gonna see if I can try to get that what up though that she left us. If not in this episode, in the next one. So 
Look for it for the next one. Yeah, let's, uh, we'll see if we can get in there. If you get a surprise for this one, but if, if not, look for it for the next one. We're thinking about doing a, a change of intro anyway. We want to keep it fresh, so you know. Although you know, Jay Dilla definitely our intro is becoming really. Uh, we got mad really positive feedback on the Dilla song. Yeah, like, exactly. Mad positive feedback. People were like, "Oh, we hated having the tone song, but like y'all put that Dilla joint on. Like, oh, we love I just, that." And I think we just got to keep it fresh. You know what I'm saying? So I think you know a change is good. We could we can get something different, and I think we can. Uh, we can put some more there. Yeah, so. keep the keep the daily joint, but add, you know maybe add a little bit something to it. So we'll see if we can have her. I'll see if I can add her. Uh, what up though to the to the intro if I can. But mornings are pretty mornings are pretty intense for me. So no between taking my yeah no between taking my son to school and getting ready for work and all that shit. So I'll see if I can get it popping. If I can, great. If I can't, look for it next week. Well, in week and a half, two weeks, whatever. But. Yeah, we're gonna try to have her uh, her little what up though, because I I thought that was kind of dope that she she put it out there, and I was like, oh, I was like that'd be a great portion to have for our intro into the uh, podcast. And it was totally unexpected. Yeah, I, it was totally unexpected. I swear I wasn't looking for it. So I definitely might have choked on my cigar. <laughs> so yeah, that'd be dope. <laughs> All right, well, I guess that's it then. I yeah, I guess that's it. it for this week. All right, y'all. Peace. Peace. For real this time. <laughs> All right.